Thanks, Ray. Thanks very much. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Good afternoon on this Friday afternoon. How are you? Hope you're in good form. Uh, we've a lovely show lined up between now and half four today. Lovely. That's <laughs> insipid enough word. Anyway, it's mostly musical with a mouse thrown in for good measure. You see, mostly musical with a mouse thrown in for good measure. Uh, anybody who has seen the movie Saltburn uh, will know that Sophie Ellis Bexter's song Murder on the Dance Floor is used to good effect with our own Barry Keoghan shedding his clothing and dancing around the mansion. More about that. Uh, Ronan Tynan from the Three Tenors was out last night in the company of Conan O'Brien. More about that. And of course, we have our final Eurosong hopeful, um, hopefuls, I should say, because it's a group um, and they're coming in and we'll talk to them, meet them, get to know them and play the song. And that'll be the total then. We'll have listened to all six this week uh, and they'll be doing the rounds over the coming weeks, canvassing, I suppose, uh, for want of a better word, before they appear on the Late Late Show on the 26th of January and you'll be asked to vote. One will be chosen. They will go off to Malmo to represent us in the Eurovision uh, this year in Sweden in May. So that's that. Have I missed anything? Yeah, the, the mouse is in there as well. Uh, great to see all the Bridgets in the papers today. Uh, there's Bridgets uh, from all over the world and all spellings as well. I'm just looking at the caption underneath the picture in the cover of the Irish Times today. So there's a Bridget spelled B-R-I-G-I-D. That's Bridget Cavita. Uh, there's a Bridget spelled B-R-I-D-G-E-T. That's Bridget Clunan. Uh, and then there's the name of the festival, which is Bridget, B-R-I-G-I-T. Bridget Dublin City celebrating women 2024 festival 60 events all over the place Um, and it's happening from the 1st of February which is a Thursday to the 5th of February which is a Monday and also a bank holiday and we have to say Gurama good breed thank you so so much for giving us a bank holiday I always thought I don't know about you that the stretch between the 1st of January and the 17th of March was just it, it was too long it was too long and looking into the darkest days and nights of the year and knowing that you wouldn't have another long weekend until the middle of March you just oh. but now knowing that we have a long weekend at the beginning of February it just brightens things up I don't know about you and all those pictures of the Bridgets in yellow uh, with flowers in their hair they're brightening the day up as well yeah, uh, 51551 Ray at RTE.ie. That movie that won the Golden Globe is in cinemas tonight. Poor Things. Um, and it got a lot of attention here because it's produced by Element Pictures, uh, directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Um, and uh, it won Best Picture at the Golden Globes. And Emma Stone uh, won uh, a Golden Globe as well for his, her portrayal of Bella Baxter a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist Dr Godwin Baxter who's played by Willem Dafoe uh, and Mark Ruffalo's in it as well so a star-studded cast and uh, I'm a big fan of Yorgos Lanthimos since I saw The Lobster it's about, it's, is it 10 years old? Definitely 9 years 9, 8, 9 years old uh, it was all filmed in Ireland um, set in Park Nasilla down in, outside Sneem in County Kerry. It starred Colin Farrell, Olivia Coleman, And the premise of it was that you, all of these people, single people, went to this hotel um, and they, were, they had to find a partner. And if they didn't find a partner within a certain length of time, they were turned into an animal. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, uh, and, and yeah, mad stuff happened. But that particular movie, I love the fact that it put Joelle's restaurant uh, out on the, the Nace Road, the N7, into a movie. 
there's a there's a big scene at the end with Colin Farrell and, and he's in Joel's and he goes into the loo and no spoilers, that's the lobster. Anyway, uh, Jorgos Lanthimos has also done uh, The Favourite with Olivia Coleman again. He did The Killing of a Sacred Deer with uh, Barry Keoghan and Colin Farrell. Uh, and his new one is called Poor Things and it, it, it looks like a mad movie and people are raving about it. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's in, in, in cinemas tonight. The other, we mentioned the Golden Globes yesterday because of uh, the, the the presentation by Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig and, and the fact that this music <laughs> was, yeah. I'm not going to do it again for you but but, but it, it, it's very funny and it's up there and I see millions of people have watched it uh, so if you want to put a smile on your face go go and watch Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig um, with that music in, in the background and it just it, it made us think today about music that makes you smile now not not, not funny lyrics because for me, they can become quite tiresome, uh, funny lyrics. It's good the first time and maybe the second time. You might get a third go out of it, but the fourth time you're going, ah, no, ah, no. Now, we're talking about instrumentals, instrumental pieces of music that make you smile, that brighten up your day. That piece of music is a soundtrack to my life because uh, just like your man in Curb Your Enthusiasm, I find myself in all those awkward situations. And when I do, if it's in a supermarket or in a parking situation or talking to somebody with my ugly bicycle helmet on, that plays, that plays in my head. That, that, that doesn't happen to you, no? Doesn't happen to you. That's the theme from Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, it's a piece called Frolic by Italian film composer Luciano Michelini. That, that made us, that made us, that'd make a smile, would it not, yeah? And this one, this will make a smile too, I think. Ah, oh, yeah. Guaglioni by Prez Prado (laughs) Instrumentals that make you smile You may have one Of your own That you'd like to share I do love music. I love music. <laughs> well, 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 most, 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 most music. Most music. I like most music. Not all, not all music. No, not all music. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Because Peter Sellers comes to mind, doesn't he? As well as the, you know, the cartoon character. Pink Panther by Henry Mancini. I think brass is important, is it? Do they have all that in common? They don't seem to have brass, do they? Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the first one there. Oh yeah, brass, yeah. Oh yeah, brass, yeah. Yeah, brass there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally, this is a left of centre, bit of an outlier when it comes to instrumentals. I don't think this is completely instrumental, but music that makes you smile. Hehe. <laughs> uh, 
Ah, we'll wait first. Come on, yeah. Everybody together. I, I, I think, I think, no, it doesn't, there's no, 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 there's no singing on it. The Spanish Flea. Oh, that's a brilliant one. Herb Albert and Tijuana Brass. You see the brass again. Uh, music that makes you smile. The theme to one of the best comedy shows ever. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Not sure what the song is. We'll get that. We'll, we'll find those. Yeah, we'll find those. Uh, delighted to share music that makes you smile with you on this uh, Friday afternoon. And all this week we've been sharing Eurovision. Well, possible, potential Eurovision music with you as well. Uh, on Monday, uh, we met Act One, Song One. Erica Cody, Love Me Like I Do. No one can love On Tuesday, it was Elsha and Guttubben. Wednesday, we met two uh, of the Eurovision hopefuls. Jell uh, Yellow L with Judas. Working through the weekends, that's Saturday and Sunday. Hoping we can see M's and accolades someday. Hoping we can see M's and accolades someday. Be as consistent as all of my mom's prayers. We will see M's and accolades someday. And keep that smile on my mom's face, God's grace. Hey, mm-hmm. you can hear me now. Also on Wednesday, we spoke to Isabella Carney. Her song is Let Me Be the Fire. Did you call or did I? And yesterday we had Bambi Thug from Cork in studio. Their song is Doomsday Blues. So that's five out of six. Uh, the final one today after four o'clock. Now, I thought this was a makey-up thing. They now have naming consultants. You know, you've heard about gender reveal parties. Reveal parties, that's what they're called, isn't it? Where they reveal the sex of their, their baby. And, and, and now people are turning and paying other people who aren't in their family to come up with a name for their child. My word, my word. Because, you know, there's very few names, isn't there? You know, how could you possibly pick one yourself? And how would you know? It, the thing that's, it, it's there, it's like, you know, these people and, and you could be one of them and I just don't understand it. And maybe you might explain it to me that you go, do you have a name yet? You know, for, for a baby who's coming and, and they go, no, we're going to wait to see what name would suit them. I say, oh, right. And they go, yeah, you know, like you could pick out a name, but then when, when you're presented with the baby, it may not suit that baby. <laughs> I find that hilariously funny. I don't know about you, but but this is this is yeah. So uh, so it begins with a questionnaire of likes and hates, actual names, but also letter syllables, ancestry, and alliteration. Then offers her own thoughts. This is the person. Uh, she's a former nurse practitioner and naming consultant. Um, the stakes are high. It says in this article: parents will request names from the first half of the alphabet or names with three syllables. Will they really? Uh, um, 
<laughs> and uh, she goes off. Her name is Slagan. She comes back and she offers up a name. Um, that's the way it works. You see, like, yeah, that's that's all very well. But does she take into consideration that name in the hands of the meanest, brightest, funniest bully in the schoolyard? That's the, Does that, does, you know, because that's what you have to be thinking. Uh, can it be shortened? Can the first name and the last name be put together to form something? They're, they're the considerations, which as, as prospective parents, you should be considering not giving your good hard-earned cash to somebody who calls himself a naming consultant. But good, good luck. If, 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 you know, if, if you can get money from people for that, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Uh, now, uh, just met Conan O'Brien in St. Anne's Park. We had a 20-minute chat, really friendly, ordinary guy, Trish. He's, he's doing the rounds, isn't he? He found his ancestry, his, uh, the place, the homestead of his great-grandfather in Galbally, in Limerick. And he last night was in a pub in Dublin singing with the three tenors and we're going to find out more about that. Uh, but he, he, yeah, he seems to be a really nice guy. Uh, he's 60. I did, these are the things I didn't know about him. He, he, he's 60. Uh, Chacha host. I, I did know he originally wrote for The Simpsons. He retired from the Chacha thingamajig a few years ago. And now he has um, his podcast, which is hugely successful, called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, and we'll be talking to Ronan Tynan, one of his friends later on. Uh, the Great Escape theme. Oh, yeah, that's good. And uh, does the Sunday game music qualify or Bosco? Yeah, well, we'll we, we throw those up. Yeah. Uh, that James last tune, which is the, the theme tune from the Sunday game. Um, is Oh, you know, yeah, it does. It's a good one. It's a good one. And there's there's so many versions of it, but there's one that we found a few years ago when we used it as a theme tune for one of our quizzes. And it's a live performance and there's such brilliant energy to it. We must try and find that for you as well. Okay, 51551 Ray at Uh Good afternoon. I did pick out a song. I did. And there it is. Um, good afternoon. I'm going to say stop there, stop and go again. Uh, 51551 Ray at Music that makes you smile. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You have me. Yeah. Spanish flea. Mm, yeah, somebody in some university's music department has studied this. They've, they've found out exactly why uh, certain particular instrumental music makes us smile. And there's a formula. I'd say there's a formula. Now that's the theme tune from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's a bit subtle for me. It was suggested. Mm. And of course a lot of music is connected to memories, isn't it? And what you know, so the memories might make you smile. Yeah. Somebody suggested this. Da, 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 
Yeah, there it is. James Osband and Jaeger Latin. That's what it's called. Uh, but everybody here knows it as the theme from the Sunday game. On names, when my baby was due, I wanted to call her Saoirse. My hub. My hubby liked Onya. I was convinced in the heat of the moment when she was born that I'd just say, hello, Saoirse. And that'd it. That'd be it. Sorted. Out she popped. When I looked at her, I said, oh my God, she's an Onya. So there. She's uh, 13 today. Uh, that's Onya in Dundero. Uh, happy birthday, Onya. And she brightens our lives every day. That's, that's a nice little story. Now, we're looking for two of you to come on after four o'clock and take part in our Who Done It quiz. Mm, no. Mm. Doesn't qualify for the music that makes you smile category. Uh, we're looking for two of you. There will be three questions, there will be clues, and there is a prize. And um, we've teamed up with the Gateway Hotel Dundalk. They're proudly part of the I Knew a Collection Hotel. Thanks to everybody up there. It's a two night stay for two people. Uh, the Gateway Hotel is located just off the N52 in the middle of Dundalk. Uh, it's close to Dundalk Institute of Technology. It's an iconic 14 story building and it overlooks the Dundalk skyline and has become a well-known landmark in Dundalk. Uh, it's only one hour from Belfast, one hour from Dublin and you can find out more at gatewayhotel.ie gatewayhotel.ie Here's your qualifying question on this Friday afternoon. Which American talk show host has been touring the country this week? Conan O'Brien or Conan the Barbarian? Which American talk show host has been touring the country this week? Conan O'Brien or Conan the Barbarian? 0818 715 uh, 925 that's 0818 715 925 and we may be talking to you after 4 o'clock The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1 Email ray at rte.ie The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1 Oh there's another great one <laughs> Yeah That's the baby elephant walk. Uh, I'd love to dance to that. I really would love to dance to that. Uh, now, Oshin has been on and said, I thought I'd send you a message to let you know a big group of Eurovision fans, around 60 of us, from all around the world, have been listening to the show all week to listen to the Eurovision contenders. We came for the songs, but stayed for the mouse. <laughs> on a related note, an instrumental song that gets us all excited is the Eurovision theme. To Deum. There you go for you. Right back to a six-year-old me and Dana on the telly winning the Eurovision with all kinds of everything. Uh, yeah, and, and speaking of the mouse, yeah, speaking of the mouse. Mouse news. <laughs> mouse news. Yeah, first up, it's a story that's gone global. On Monday, we heard the elves and shoemaker-like story of a Welsh mouse who's been tidying bits and bobs into a box in a shed every night. The shed belongs to Rodney Holbrook who was so bamboozled about what was happening that he set up an infrared camera to capture the mouse-proud antics of his little furry friend. <laughs> Rodney joins us now live. <laughs> How are you doing, Rodney? Oh, I'm doing fine, thank you. <laughs> yeah, a bit uh, tired because of all the um, <laughs> all the calls I've had yes, and yeah, yeah. video zooms in. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, can I first say, Rodney, thanks for coming into our lives. Uh, you know, at a time when people need a bit of distraction, you have offered it up in yeah. spade loads. Uh, yeah. Just remind people about the the, the the tidy Welsh mouse or whatever he's called. 
Well, how it all started in my shed, I got a, a box that I put some peanuts in mm. that I feed to the birds. Well, the first time I noticed something strange was I got up one morning and there was no peanuts in the box. Okay. And I thought, and I thought, well, I'm sure I put peanuts in there. So I put some more back in and the next morning they was gone again. So I thought there's something strange going on here. I um I went to one of the drawers of, of the um cabinet I got in the uh, in the uh, shed, and uh, I was going through them, and in the bottom was a pair of old shoes. It was full of nuts. Right. The peanuts. So why done? I got them out of there, poured them back in the box, and so the next morning. It was all covered, tied it up. All the things I got in there, all the bits and pieces, was put in the box on top of the nuts. So you had things like clothes pegs, wine clothes corks. pegs, corks, yeah, Plastic yeah. lids, <laughs> yeah. and they'd all been put yeah, on top of the screws. nuts. Yes. So, so you... Yeah, they was all on the top. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to have to try and film this to see what's really happening here. So I filmed it. And I managed to get together the video the that video, everybody yeah. been watching. Yes. Now, yeah. we had John and, and we had Anna Neelown on, who's, who's a wildlife mm. expert in this country. She was suggesting various ways of ex- experimenting to yeah. see what the motives were behind the mouse's behaviour. There's been, I've, I've, read, yeah. I've read numerous scientists been quoted in papers offering up their own uh, theories. Mm-hmm. But you decided to put your scientist hat on and DIY, <laughs> DIY science with Rodney Holbrook. So, so what did you do? What I'd done, I decided to take the nuts out of the box. Right. So there wasn't any in there at all. So in the next morning, into the shed, nothing was put in there. Right. All the screws and all the things were still on the top, so nothing was put in. And I thought, I got a feeling my theory is going to be correct here, that I believe that the mouse is just hiding the nuts uh-huh. from other mice. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I took them out of the box and see if any of the, the bits was put into the box. Yes. But there was nothing put in. So he wasn't, and, he wasn't uh, just tidying up after you. He wasn't an extra tidy mouse. No. He was just hiding his nuts. <laughs> yeah, OK. OK, right. Go on, keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, where was I now? Um, so that was night two. Yeah, you you, you a, took the nuts out and he didn't put anything back in the box. There was nothing put back in. Yeah. Um, what I decided to do, obviously, is put the nuts back. OK. But they were gone again. Right. It was, it was taking, so it's storing the nuts somewhere in my shed. I don't know where, it's somewhere in there, he must be storing them. So I put uh, nuts back again, and what happened then? It came back to him putting all the items. He, he's hiding the, the nuts, he's hiding the nuts. That's, I, think we can, I think we can take he's hiding the nuts, isn't that it? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yes, you're sure I'm of sure. it. I'm sure. Yes. Now, I, I mean, I'm no scientist, no. I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them got it wrong, didn't they? A lot of them thought he was just doing it for the crack. I, I read one um, yeah. piece in The, in oh, the I Guardian. I think it's good. Yeah, there's a good yeah, bit of fun. I think it's good to think it's tidying. I actually 
I think it's, it's, it's brilliant, actually. Yeah, yeah. Rodney, how many <laughs> interviews have you done since Monday? Can you have you counted them? I've lost count. Lost count. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no way I can. I've done Zoom calls yeah. to different parts of the world. And oh. right. And I, I know, I know, Rodney, we're your favourite. So thanks for that. That's that's good to hear. Not joking. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. No, it's been it's been real. It's it, really enjoyed right. talking to you. Uh, what's are you going to leave it now? Are you going to take a, a break from infrared filming of a mouse in your shed? No, no, you've got to keep going, <laughs> keep going, right? Okay, the yeah, I, I, don't, I only do it probably once a week now because yes. obviously, if it films it, it's going to be virtually the same sort of thing. Well, look, you, you could have a Netflix series there, Rodney. You know, I, I've seen worse things on, on, yeah. on the streamers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might do, I like it being natural, like yes. it is to me, that's natural, but I might decide to do some fun ones, right? Okay. I may do, like, say, Easter time. I take all the things I got on there and put some, like, uh, little Easter eggs and things like that on nice there. Nice idea. Themed. Yeah. yeah and, and Seasonal ones. Picks them up and puts in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like so the way you're thinking. The there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Rodney Holbrook, I'm sure we'll talk again. Um, and, and thanks it, yeah, again. Yeah, I hope so. It was yeah. uh, great talking yeah. to the people of Ireland. Yay. See you, Rodney. Have a good weekend. Bye. Okay. Bye, 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 bye. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Text 51551. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Uh, as we were saying, American talk show host Conan O'Brien um, is touring around the country, tracing his roots. He found them in Galbally in Limerick. And last night, uh, the crowd in Whelan's and Wexford Street in Dublin were treated to his rousing rendition of Danny Boy. He was embracing his Irish culture and his Irish connection. He performed Danny Boy in the venue alongside the Irish tenors. Have a listen to this. Ronan Tynan from the Irish Tenors is on the phone. Hello, Ronan. How are you, Ray? Good to hear you. Yeah, good to hear you. That that sounded like a bit of crack last night. Ah, it was fantastic. I'll tell you, I've I'd never met him before, but he's God, he's fair. He's about six foot six. Yeah. He's huge. He's very tall. I, I I was quite surprised. You know, usually these guys on TV are a little <laughs> tidier than that. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're usually met with you look you look taller on the telly. He looks smaller on the telly. Is you what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have always looked bigger on the telly, yeah, not yeah. because I wanted to. Yeah, and of course he has the big head of hair as well, so it probably gives him another two inches. He's a big quaff. It does. Himself and Anthony had a similar style, except Anthony is grey, but he's a, he's a very ebullient character. He's very confident and he's very charismatic. He he engages he engages you tremendously well, but what he does love, he loves Ireland. Yeah. He's passionate about it. And he was very complimentary to us. He had, he had said, you know, he said, I've listened to you for years and you've been the ambassadors for Irish music and he said, I've loved hearing you. And, you know, there's chats that he, he may do something similar to what we did with Martin Sheen and Ellis Island. So it's, you know, What's it's that? fantastic. Explain that to me. 
Right. The Irish Tenors did uh, a live show from Ellis Island where Martin Sheen was the kind of presenter and uh-huh. it, it, it encompassed, encompassed all basically Irish music, the best of ballads. And it talked about immigration. And Martin Sheen, of course, has Irish her- yes. inheritance as well. So uh, Conan was very funny because he said, I haven't seen him since he was on West Wing 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, he didn't miss, he didn't miss a a beat. A piece. Yeah, he's so yeah. quick. Yeah, 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 he's so quick. Of course, I was saying they he used to be a writer on The Simpsons. You know, he, he's you know that's he, right. He's a very funny guy. Um, so, uh, but all of us, you know, we're okay in our own little arena. But when we step yeah, out of that, yeah, it's, of it's nerve wracking. And he was definitely going out of his comfort zone, singing with ye. <laughs> You know, the gas thing, Ray, we did a, a, you know, the whole idea was that we would uh, audition him and which, and, and that turned out to be very interesting because um, he said to us, look, I want to hear what you're like. So we sung the parting glass right. and in harmonies and he got really into it. And then he said, then he started talking about his own fondness of the music. And then he said he spent thousands and thousands on therapy. And I said to him, and you look at music <laughs> is therapy. And, <laughs> and I said, it's a different type. Type of therapy, but uh, and he agreed, you know. But I'll tell you what, Ray. When he got into the performance, man, did he go after it? Like, uh, you know, this is a very intelligent man, and kind of, you know, when push came to shove, he was on the button. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably get a mention yeah. on the Late Late Show tonight because he's one of the he's one of the guests. <laughs> yeah, so I heard that. Yes. You know, I said Jenny RT should have picked up on us and had his guests sing yes, for him. Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, and, and they should have jumped on that. But there you go. There's another chat show host on as well. So I was just wondering, you might know, Ronan, what's the collective noun for chat show hosts? <laughs> By God, now you have a chat show host. Yeah, I was thinking it maybe it's like they're all nouns. Yeah, a conversation of chat show hosts. Would that that would probably work? Would it? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose converse, conversationalists. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Conversational. It's going to be very interesting to hear him. You know. Um, like I did, I did. I worked with Robin Williams, and he was on all the time. Yeah. But when Conan switches off, he switches off in the sense that it's not all on. And and you did a long he, chat he, with him. He, you did chat with him afterwards last night. Yeah, yeah, we did, uh, we did. And I'll tell you, the, even the chat beforehand, he was great with Declan and Anthony and myself. He was very engaging. As I said, he's very mm. charismatic. And but what is wonderful, he's genuine. He genuinely loves Irish, Irish, everything yeah. about Irish heritage. But he loves our music. Right. And uh, you know, it, it, it was funny to to listen to him with such passion. But you know, he looks a bit Irish too, you know. Uh, he's the red he hair, yeah, up, sure, yeah, yeah. I was looking he has, at him. Yeah, yeah. You can't deny it. Wind. Looking like that and a name like no, that, he, you can't deny it. No way. No, as well as that, sure, sure. Yeah, he has yeah. that white white skin, you know, yes, with freckles. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's a dead ringer. <laughs> And what, what, what's what's happening in your world, Ronan, um, apart from singing with Conan O'Brien? Right, apart from singing it right, uh, the Irish Tenors did a 15-day uh, uh, tour in America. We had a huge reaction. Of course, pandemic slowed all yes. of us down, but it's picking up steam. And then we're going back for um, another 10 days in March, February, March. Then we're going to Australia in October or September. And then the plan is to go to Canada. We're busy. I'm getting old, Ray. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I stop. Feel, That's in your head. That's I in your head. Like <laughs> I feel, yeah, it, it, listen, as I always say, the head is a 21-year-old. The body is very much a 60-plus-year-old. Yeah. And are you based here, Ronan? 
I am, I am. Right. I, I, I actually look at, you can't take the Irish out of the man. I, yeah, I love yeah. Ireland. But yeah. I, I, I live in Boston and Anthony uh, has a place in, in Florida. Declan is, is, is the true Irish, Irish man. He, he flies over and back, but he's young enough to do it. But um, yeah. I know it's, listen, I'll tell you, America has been great to us. Of and course. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, and we're very proud that we have brought uh, Irish music to America and they have embraced us and we were hugely and still, believe it or not, Ray, we are getting massive attendances at, uh, at concerts. And, uh, you know, like we're 25 years in wow. our 26th year and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, who would have ever thought that something like the Irish tenors would have made this impact and, and stayed going. It's, it's awesome. And we have a lot of people to thank, you know, there's, it's uh, a lot of Irish public has, but, but know, it's just, it's, it's, it's the talent, like, you know, the music business is not a charity. And if you weren't cutting it, no. you wouldn't be still doing the numbers. Yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll play You're out. Still- great. Lovely talking to you, Ronan, and, and uh, happy new year no. to you. Uh, we'll play out with, 22 seconds of yourselves and uh, Conan O'Brien again. And, and <laughs> Good sure, man. We might Good get man. you in soon to sing us a song. Thanks, yes, Ronan. But you know what? Yeah. We'd love that. We'd Would love you? that. Okay. Thanks, Ray. Right. See you, Ronan. God bye, 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 bye. Kerry says, surely a host of hosts. Yes, thanks, Niall, for that. A host of hosts. Yes, good collective noun for Chacho hosts. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Tweet at Radio Ray RTE. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Music that makes you smile. If we were around 30 years ago doing this to be a, a record company executive onto you. Do a compilation, do a compilation. I love this. Of course, there's a tune wrapped up in memories. Tico's tune, best known as the theme tune on the Gayburn radio show. Good morning. Now, uh, Sophie Ellis Bexter's massive hit, Murder on the Dance Floor, is back. You either remember the song as a floor filler from, what is it, two decades ago? Or you've heard it for the first time at the end of the movie Saltburn with Barry Keoghan. In what they're calling the Saltburn effect, it has sent Sophie Ellis Bexter dancing back into the charts. Yeah, murder on the dance floor. Sophie Ellis Bexter, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're all bopping to that, fully clothed. <laughs> fully clothed. That's the important thing. Okay. <laughs> well, on radio, how can anyone be sure? <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Great to talk to you again. And, and yes, you too. Yeah. Uh, this is doing amazing business. How many years since it's originally released? Oh, it's just past its 22nd birthday. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I, I see that it's in the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time. It didn't chart in America first time round. 
That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So th- this is brilliant. Okay. Yeah. And, and they're, <laughs> they're calling it the salt burn effect. So will you explain that to people who don't know what the salt burn effect is? <laughs> so salt burn is a new movie written and directed by Emerald Fennell. It's um, it's sort of sharp and funny and dark and clever and it's got some quite challenging scenes Mm. Uh, but it also features a moment where without this is no spoiler but a character dances to mode on dance floor and they are not wearing any clothes they're in the nudies yeah (laughs) they are (laughs) because you five boys what do you refer to it in your house is it the nudies or what way is it referred to oh I don't, I don't know what, we, what you're like, just when they've got nothing on. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> um, There's no I mean, more. the nudies would definitely work. I yeah, don't know if we have a set phrase. <laughs> right, okay. uh, people will know because we have an interest, because he's one of ours. Uh, people will know by now that it's Barry Keoghan um, yes. who dances around uh, in the nudies, naked, whatever, uh, to that mm. song at the end of the movie. Um, and and it's, it's, it's a sort of a lovely, free scene, isn't it? Lovely, liberating. I know it's, the, the movie is dark and we won't give away yeah. too much. But just if you look at the scene on its own, it, it's something I suppose that a lot of people would aspire to do or is that just me? <laughs> well, I think you're right. I think there's a hedonism and a sort of yes. ownership. It's someone being like completely like, I'm just going to dance and wander through this space and just be completely free in myself. I think you're completely right. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Emerald, uh, Emerald Fennell is the director. And would she have approached you and asked for permission? To use the song, That's is that right. the way it works? Yeah, okay. That's exactly it, yeah. So talk us through that, the chats and what happened around that. <laughs> so um, I got, um, basically you get always the same thing when something wants approval. So if you get a little synopsis of how the song will be used. And actually I didn't have tons of information. I just knew Emerald's name, name of the movie and and the context of how my song will be used. So mm. that it'd be the, the whole of the song and someone not wearing anything. Okay. Um, and that, that was kind of it actually. Um, and so I thought that sounds like fun. Uh, I kind of want to see that. And I knew that Emerald was talented and it was in safe hands with her. And then I sort of didn't really think about it much actually until I started hearing a bit of a buzz about the movie in the summer. Um, and I got taken to a screening and I went along with my mum and my eldest boy and my brother and my husband. And we all sat together and watched Saltburn and we were actually, we, I mean, it was quite challenging in part, mm. for sure, but um, we did really enjoy it. And I just thought, God, what a brilliant thing to be a small part of such a great movie. I was really excited about that. Yeah. And yeah, and it's been really fun watching it kind of blaze a little trail, really. And I suppose people are listening to Murder on the Dance Floor with different ears now. Is is, is that the way it works? (laughs) Well, you know what? Um, I think the great thing about having your music go out into the world and have its own adventures is that it sort of reflects it back at you and then it it tells me like other ways of seeing the song. Mm. And actually, I think that's really fun. Mm. I really enjoy that. And, you know, it's not the first time that Murder on the Dance Floor has been used to soundtrack someone, um, you know, who's maybe using a bit of deceit to get what they want because that's what I did in the music video. You know, when I first did it, I was in the dance competition and I was being evil in order to win. Uh-huh. So I think maybe it lends itself to that kind of sound. I don't know. That yeah, well, well, there's the juxtaposition of murder and dancing. That's, you know, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. So, exactly. so are, are you all over the stats then uh, for murder on the dance floor? Um, 
I do get sent things, but I have to be honest, I'm quite uh, British about things. So sometimes when I'm getting lots of, you know, I'm used to things like, you know, you put something out and it's like, oh, it's not done quite as well as I hope. That's fine. <laughs> so when I get things where there's lots of like really impressive stats and they kind of global, I actually start feeling a little bit like, oh, you know, yeah. it makes me feel a bit overwhelmed. Well, here's I one. Here's breaks. one for you, which must be, you must delight in this, that on New Year's Eve, uh, 2023 into 2024, your song, Murder on the Dance Floor, was streamed 1.5 million times. So people ringing in the new year, enjoying themselves, partying, 1.5 million of those were listening to your song. How cool is that? That is cool. That's a wonderful, I love that. That's really fun. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah, thank you. And when you're having a busy moment, because I know you're a mother of five, it's a a busy Mm -hmm. time. We spoke to you before during COVID when you were dancing around with the mirror ball. Um, Yes. So, so (laughs) because oftentimes then, you know, Sophie Ellis-Bexter, the mom, more often than not probably takes over from Sophie Ellis-Bexter, the the pop star or whatever. Um, And do do you daydream? Sometimes, do you have to daydream to keep yourself sane, I suppose, uh, about the pop world? (laughs) Well, actually, I I think I've just always really liked the fact that I have quite a bonkers day job and I get to, you know, go on stage and wear sparkly things and jump around. But then I like the fact that when I come home, it's all about family life and what's happening with the kids and I think it's always been a really good um, antidote. Like, it sort of, you know, gives me like the opposite of that and gives me what I need actually. Yeah. And then, uh, as any parent will tell you, it's a very grounding experience. Yes, you know? yes, yeah. That's raising people. <laughs> uh, uh, kitchen discos. Uh, we spoke to you about that during COVID, and you're going mm. on the road again this year. Um, yes, uh, all over Europe. Yeah, I'm travelling around Europe in uh, March, so that's really fun. And then, got a few more tours later in the year. And then, you know, a little bit of the unexpected maybe will come my way. I don't know everything I'm doing. So, yeah, okay. I'm open uh, to adventures. And do you plan to come to Ireland? Oh, yes, please. Yes. I come over as often as I can. Okay. Yeah. And would you invite Barry Keoghan on stage with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that'd be fun. Yes, yeah. yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, because you know the way they do things, was that blaring out? You know, you'd, lo- you'd love to have been there just for the logistics of it. Uh, yeah, apparently because they had to have speakers in every room. Oh, did they? Playing. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was all choreographed to the song, and he was dancing around to it while he was there. Uh, uh, um, and you know, yeah. probably from, <laughs> from performing, that the louder it is, the less inhibited you are. Well, and also, funny the thing I heard was that Barry was more—he wasn't worried about the nudity. Actually, it was the dancing that was more like, "Oh gosh, I'm not sure I can pull this off." <laughs> so that's that's kind of amazing to me. And actually, I think he just went for it yeah, um, yeah. because there's a, yeah. there's a rawness about it the, the, the dancing he's obviously, yeah. he's obviously not a trained ballet dancer but it's it, there's as I say there's something liberating about it there's, he's free you know it's hedonistic as you, the word you use yeah yeah, yes yeah. absolutely so this, this is great isn't it it's, 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 it's great what <laughs> the world throws at you you know and, and you're, isn't it extraordinary yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's totally magical and really unexpected yeah. and just trying to enjoy it as much as possible, well, you, really. You sound like you are enjoying it. You sound like you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and lovely talking to you again. We, we're going to play it in its entirety because it's Friday and it's you know, the beginning of the weekend. Aww. So, Sophie Ellis-Bexter, thanks very much. Congratulations on the renewed success. And here is Murder on the Dance Floor. Hey, thank you, Ray. Bye. Bye. Uh, Sophie's disco, kitchen discos during lockdown saved my sanity. Love them so much as that person. And your birthday suit, Ray. Oh, birthday suits, yes, for nudity or nakedness. Um, and a communion of hosts, says Kevin, um, for the collective noun for chat show hosts. 
Uh, now, music, music that makes you smile. Huh? Mano, mano. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a stipulation that there's no lyrics, but anyway, we let this in. We let this in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Animal. He's my favourite Muppet. Animal. We more music that makes you smile. But right now, that's after four o'clock. But Anish Toshi now in the brief scale to the note to the Marion Nihulu on. Good morning, Marion. Put up the right fader. Uh, have a good weekend. 51551 Um On foot of this. which featured on the Golden Globes um, at the weekend uh, in the company of Will Ferrell and uh, Kristen Wiig. We've been playing music, mainly instrumental, that makes you smile. Uh, and thanks for all your suggestions. Uh, it's, it's really brightened up my day and it's a good start to the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we're running out of road, are we? <laughs> we're running out of road. That, that was suggested, as was this. A sort of warm, fuzzy feeling, as opposed to a smile. That's another day's <laughs> music that gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. That's for next Friday. Uh, but thanks for all of that, yeah. What would be, what would be your favourite? Yeah, yeah that's, that's hard to beat, isn't it? It's hard to beat that one. It's hard to beat that one. Yeah, um, Manamana was not animal, says Decky in Wexford. Uh, well, he did the response, Decky. Uh, and that bit at the end where he goes off into the distance, that's definitely animal. Um, I, I'm sort of a, a, a Muppets expert. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Um, I've just burned up the kitchen floor. Love it. Um, that's Mal Fulham in Nace, enjoying Sophie Ellis Bexter. Uh, yeah, it's a good Friday tune, isn't it? Now, we have two quizzers standing by waiting to take part in our Who Done It quiz. You sort of trail off uh, so you can find the thing to press the button. Quiz! Uh, yeah, and there's a prize. And this week we say thank you very much to the Gateway Hotel in Dundalk. They're proudly part of the I Knew a Collection Hotel group. And whoever wins today will get a two-night stay for two people and dinner on one of the evenings in the Gateway Hotel. It's up there in Dundalk. Uh, it's part of the Dundalk skyline. 14 stories. And it's very close to Dundalk Institute. And it's also an hour from Belfast, an hour from Dublin. Gatewayhotel.ie. Gatewayhotel.ie. Aoife Quirk, hello. Hi, Ray. How are you getting on? Not too bad. <clears throat> You're in County Kildare. I am indeed, yes. I'm in Nace, County Kildare. So, no, um, nice place to shop. Oh, great place to shop. <laughs> I love it anyway. <laughs> uh, are you born and bred? Aoife? No, no, actually I'm uh, Corkonian actually. Right. From the Rebel County. And, and, uh, and how did you end up in Nace? Oh, well, it was a long story, but uh, I ended up here anyway, so... You, that's a, that, it's a long story, Ray, I'm not going to share it with you, so there you go. <laughs> Move on. I know, I was... Uh, well, I was working, no, I was. I, I got some agency work here in Nace General Hospital, yes. and um, I, I was working in Cork, and 
it was kind of the boom time and I said, sure, you know what, Dad and everyone else is having a great time. I'm going to join the, join everybody else. So I decided I'd do a bit of agency there and I thought, oh, I, I like Nice. Yeah. And um, I said, I'll hang around. And then I met my husband, Michal. And um, uh, so, you know, the rest is history then. So, did you meet, um, did you meet Michal in a haunt? Was it a nightclub or where were you? It was actually at the Punchestown races. Oh, did you? Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's mad because I know somebody else, a good friend of mine met their their husband, now husband, at uh, Punchestown as well. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, where love stories oh. begin. That could be their, their ad for this year's festival. Is that Marie? That's not Marie. It is for his Marie. Yes, it is Marie. Yes. <laughs> It's public knowledge, so you know. Yeah, that's where Marie met Louis. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. Very good. I don't know how she'd feel about us us discussing her love life on the radio, but they, yeah. I, <laughs> I did it for a long time, so I'm not going to stop it's a now, Eva. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who, who's at home, Eva? So my husband works from home, so he's just on his coffee break at yeah. the moment. And um, my son, Cahill, he's 11. He just has his friend home from school, Jonah. So a little shout out to them. Yeah. And uh, they're in the rugby. Uh, they play rugby. So um, they're playing, um, they played Gildara actually last week. Right. And they play, uh, they're playing um, yeah, a tie. A tie, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so they're yeah. playing a tie in uh, tomorrow. They were always a tough um, side, a tie, I remember from my days. Um, oh, really? Yeah, always a tough side. Uh, I, I, I sort of, Nays were okay because they were, you know. Nays are great. Yeah, Nays are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and John is there as well. John's, uh, he's out yeah, until six o'clock. Yeah, my other boy. Yeah, exactly. He's at a social club till six o'clock. So Great. he's yeah, he goes there on a Friday afternoon. So that's his thing. So he loves that. Great. And um, yeah, uh, so that's us. Uh, um, you're up against Dominic Cully. Uh, how are you doing, Dominic? How are you? Uh, how's it? Hi, Dominic. Yeah, yeah. Trim, trim, Dominic. Trim, Dominic. Yeah, originally from Longwood. From where? Longwood, nine miles in front. Oh, right, okay. I'm actually walking out in Longwood today. Right. Are you, are you, are you eating the phone or just hold it? Oh, well, hold on. Yeah, hold we'll, on. We'll sort it out there. Now, is that better? It is better. It is, It is Dominic. It is better. Worth the effort. Worth the effort. Um, yeah. So, so you're, you're digging a ditch? No, I'm digging no. foundations. Oh, foundations, <laughs> right. For what? Yeah. For, well, for a shed. Right. What class of a shed? For, for, a shed for sheep. Right. How big of a shed <laughs> would that be? Uh, well, it's an extension onto a shed, so... Right. It'd be probably 50 foot by 40 foot. I didn't know you could put extensions on sheds. Oh, you can, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> if you have enough of money, you can do anything with a shed. <laughs> it's for, the, for all the little sheep in here. The, the sheep are all wet and have little lambing, so yes, have yeah. to be... In, in, in out with the cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a sheep shed. Well, 50, 50 sheep here looking at me. <laughs> right, and they're going, give us a bigger shed, Dominic. That's give us exactly a- what they're at. They're looking for a big shed, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see them now all, all talking to Dermot Bannon about the extension. <laughs> well, yeah, well, when well, Dermot Bannon was worse to come, but he didn't come down when you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. that's, that's them saying I prefer teal. For the for the kitchen yeah. unit, yeah. Okay, uh, who's at home? Who's at home, Dominic? Selena, my wife, yeah. and Michael and are Ocean uh, and Connor. Right, they're all there. Uh, and I have two. I have two sons, and they're one is in Canada, and one is working in Dublin. Right, two other sons. 
What's for dinner tonight? Uh, I, I see you're making somebody's making something that um, that that Aaron Eve made during the week, and she was singing its praises. A sausage casserole. <coughs> yeah, well, I don't know what's our. It'll be a surprise that's happening like at home. Whatever, right, right. <laughs> whatever's <laughs> in the back of the fridge. <laughs> what, what, what what recipe did you use, Neve? Uh, yeah, Neve said the recipe she got was out of her head. I don't know that book, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a hairy biker's recipe as well for uh, a sausage casserole. Um, so there, it's, no, it's, the it, one with it, it sounds delicious yeah. and it sounds perfect for the weather we're having at the moment. Uh, so Dominic and Eva, uh, three <laughs> questions each. Uh, I'll okay. give you the category then I ask if you want a clue if you go for a clue and get a right you get uh, a point if you go without a clue it's more difficult so you get two points for a correct answer whoever has the most points at the end is the winner and if the drawing points we go to a tie break question good luck <laughs> good luck Aoife good luck Dominic thanks very much good luck Aoife right oh, good luck Dominic Aoife the first category 90s okay. boy bands 90s boy bands okay how do you feel you do on that Um. Okay, I'll tr- I'll try without a clue. Okay, can you name this okay. '90s boys band for two points? Tell me why it ain't Backstreet Boys is the correct answer. Well done, Backstreet Boys. Yes. Uh, AJ McLean Howie Durrow Nick Carter Kevin Richardson and uh, okay. Brian Luttrell uh, you didn't no extra points for knowing that uh, well done two know. points Aoife now Dominic okay. yeah. 90s boy bands what do you think no clue no clue right you don't you don't have a clue about it or you don't want a clue <laughs> I don't want a clue. You don't want a clue, okay. I'll have the same as I need for that Right, for two points, who is this? I don't want to see you out that door, baby. Bye, bye, bye. I don't want to be a fool for you. Just another player in your game for two. No, it's not the Backstreet Boys. We're hardly going to give the same answer to two questions, Dominic. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Take that. No, not take that. No. NSYNC. NSYNC. Never even heard of them. No, your man was in that, Justin Timberlake. He's probably the most famous guy to come out of that, yeah. And I think they're getting back together to do a tour. Anyway, they're a man band now. Dominic, don't panic. Early days. Second category. Quite specific category. Irish chefs talking about soup. <laughs> Eva. Irish chefs. <laughs> talking about soup. Yeah, Irish okay. chefs talking about soup. Okay. Right. right. What, do you do, what do you want to do on this one? Um, I'll try no clue. Okay. I, I, I don't know. No, I, I could be wrong with this. Anyway, go on. Who's talking about soup here? I'm going to show you a really delicious seasonal soup and it's a wild mushroom and chestnut Nevin soup. Maguire. It is Nevin Maguire. Yes, yes. Well done. Two points. Uh, Dominic, that puts you under pressure because yeah. Aoife's on four. Um, so on Irish chefs talking about soup, you've no choice but to go without a clue. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah, okay. So uh, good luck with this. To keep you in the quiz, who is this talking about soup? So uh, with the nettles, you could give them a, a wash. I've got some already chopped oh, there. Uh, and uh, huh? I'm going to make Doreen Allen. It is Doreen Allen, yes, it is, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back at the net, Dominic, back at the net, Doreen Allen, okay. <laughs> You're still in it. You're still in it. Now, um, but for how long is the question? Because Aoife, oh. Aoife, if you get anything out of this next one, 
you're today's right. winner Dominic can't catch it okay. it's American Stars that's it American, American Stars American Stars yeah. oh God. okay um, so uh, is it a hard hard question well I can't Wait. tell you no, but I, 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 I think I've told you enough that if you get anything okay. from this so you win okay can I get a clue so? yes you can yes you can yeah yeah okay uh, so this to win um, good luck with this for one point uh, the clue okay. is this her surname sounds like the sound of a car horn her surname um, sounds like the sound of a car oh no wait I'm going to play the clip for you that's, that's the oh, thing right, okay. okay yeah yeah okay so name this American star for one point why did I become an actress probably because my friends told me that I did it very well mm-hmm. in college that's when I first was in the play oh um, I, I liked it but I I really never thought I could make a living at it Oh. And also, I thought it was sort of a silly thing to be. Who do you think that is? Oh, I, I know her. I just can't think of the name. Uh, mm. Guys, what's her name? No, no it's gone. No. It's gone. No it's gone. Oh. So oh. her name sounds like the sound a car horn makes. Beep, Meryl, Streep. Streep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you're Can on I? four, Aoife. You're not out of a jet. Okay. Dominic, it keeps you in the game, uh, which is exciting. Uh, you're on two, uh, and if you get two from this one, um, you we are into a tiebreak situation. So I, I presume, although I have to ask you, that you're you're going to go without a clue. I have to go without. Yeah, you yeah. have to go without a clue. American stars for two, and bring us to a tiebreaker. Good luck with this. Who is this? Every day, I would sit and talk with the audience. For a half hour, sometimes 40 minutes, the producer would be like, oh my God, when is she going to let go of the audience? What I really want is to have a conversation with the audience to see why did you come and what did you get from the show? And 10 years in, the audience became my focus group. Who's that? Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. It is Oprah oh. Winfrey, yes! <laughs> Look at you, Dominic. Darren Allen and Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're in a tiebreak situation. Uh, Dominic and Aoife, we asked you a question before you went on air. Uh, whoever answers uh, closest to the correct answer, because it was a guess, uh, will be today's winner. We're going to repeat the question now for our listeners at home. Uh, according to Google Maps, how long would it take you to walk from Cushionstown in County Mead to Crookstown in County Kildare? So how long would it take you to walk? I don't know what Cushionstown is. Do you not? Uh, you don't have to know you just have to guess uh, so your guess Aoife my uh, my guess was three hours three hours right oh, no um, and your guess Dominic 24 and a half <laughs> 24 and a half the, the big difference between those two isn't there um, mm. the distance according to Google Maps is 77.5 kilometres and it oh. says here to walk that distance it would take you 17 hours and 33 minutes. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hard luck. He, oh he, no. He, he, he sort of <laughs> it, it looked like Dominic was dead in the water but he he came back and he came back he strong. He came back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations uh, yeah. Dominic. Eva, because the weekend. Thanks very much, Eva. Hard luck, Eva. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be, uh, because it's the weekend, and we're in good form. We're going to send you two. We're going to send out two. I'm hearing myself back there, oddly. But we're going to send out two radars to show keep cups, Eva. Have a great weekend. Good talking to you. Oh, uh, thanks okay. very much. Uh, Dominic, okay. uh, Dominic, well done. Uh, you're off to the Gateway Hotel with a person of your choice. Gatewayhotel.ie.
That's great. Okay. Thank you very much. Good luck with the shed and the lambing and everything else. Great talking to you. Have a good weekend. Bye, 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 bye. The Great Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Email ray at rte.ie. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. All right, it's day five of this week. It's also day five of us revealing our Eurosong hopefuls for this year. Uh, on the 26th of January, it'll be a Friday on the Late Late Show. Uh, six acts will sing six songs and you'll be asked to vote. And whoever wins that competition, that selection process, will be representing Ireland in this year's Eurovision Song Contest in Malmo in Sweden. It may be our next guest. Next in line! Yay! Yay! Hello. Thanks yes. for having us. Next in line. Yeah, like Because there's five of you, I can count. Yes, um, I've only had one person in front of me all week. <laughs> so, so it's great to see you, lads. Uh, and, and you've been put together by... Louis Walsh. Louis Walsh. Louis Walsh. Yeah. Louis Walsh. Yeah. 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 So there's Harry, Connor, Connor, Nung and Joshua. Yeah. Yes. 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 Who's the youngest? I am. I'm the baby of the group. What Joshua. Age? Right. 18 years old. 18. Who's yeah. the eldest? Misha. 22. Connor, 22. Yeah, God, yeah. you're ancient. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you just done your leaving, sir, Joshua? Literally just this year. Fresh right. out of it. Right. And had you got any ambitions to do something else other than music? Um. Yeah, I'd like to think so, but this is the main focus right now. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right. This is the dream. Please okay. God. Anyway, if this okay. takes off. Uh, are you from all over the country, or where yeah. are you from, Harry? The two of us are from uh, North Dublin. Right. So uh, that's you and Connor. Me yeah. and Connor. Sorry, me and yeah. Connor. Yeah. Me and yeah. Connor yeah. D yeah. Uh, from North <laughs> Dublin. Uh, Connor O is from Ashburn and Mead. Uh, Nung is from Carlo and Josh is from Navin. Right, right. So, so it's mainly Leinster. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just happened that way. That's when were you selected by, or what was the process there? Yeah, so it was a whole audition process, and that happened about a year and a half ago now. So that was started off with video auditions, and that around a thousand, just over a thousand people went for that, and then it was whittled down to about two hundred, which was in mm. Vicker Street, yeah. and then it was brought down to about twenty-two people, and then to what we have now. Right. So yeah, mm. that's yeah. how it happened. Yeah. How are you getting on? Grand, great. Nervous laughter. How are you really getting ah, on? No. Anna, no, no. no, we have to have a PR answer here. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like you, Harry. I like you. You're the honest one. I'm going to talk to yeah. you. You're the honest one. Uh, Harry is the one who makes me feel the oldest as well because oh, um, oh, your dad was on what TV program? Blackboard Jungle, 1992. Okay. And what age was he? Uh, 16. So I'm speaking to a contestant from Blackboard Jungle's son, who's an adult. Right, that's a bit scary. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. You, ever, did, you, ever, did you ever watch the tapes back at home? No, we couldn't find it anywhere. We, we've looked many, many times, YouTube, everywhere. We couldn't find it. But yeah. um, we know the question. Everyone still slags them to this day. Do, uh, true or false, does John Aldridge speak fluent Japanese? And he answered yes. And that was the wrong answer. So we lost. All right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so he thought, he didn't your, win. Dad, your dad thought that John Aldridge. Yeah. So John Aldridge, <laughs> if you're out there, learn Japanese, please. <laughs> Good validation. Yeah, yeah. Two years later. What was going through his head? I don't know. I think he thought it was one of those uh, trick questions, trick questions yes, mm. yes. where it was genuinely just like, no, he obviously doesn't speak Japanese. Well, he caught my dad out and he lost. So. Yeah, right. Uh, next in line, uh, the song is Love Like Us. Who's going to tell us about the song? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, Connor O. So, um, yeah, so we were sitting on this song for about a year. We wrote it back in, when was it? Like February? Yeah, around February of 
Last year? Yeah, yeah. last year now, yeah. sorry. And um, it was written by Mr. Bill Mabry, a Cork native, and it was produced by Joe Rubel, who is an amazing producer. So we just feel so honoured to be even given the chance yeah. to, yeah. to work listen, with them. You congratulations, know? because we were told this day last week by Michael Keeley, who's mm. the head of the Eurovision delegation, that 380 uh, mm. people applied with songs yeah. that's a lot of songs isn't Crazy. it that's a lot of songs, yeah, lot of songs. Yeah. and you're in the final six so whatever happens you've done well yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so final song song six act six the song is Love Like Us and the act next in line here we go I called you up it was too in I wasn't looking for an offer no just different before I knew it, I was head first and falling You give me chills in a hundred degrees Keep me cool like a summer breeze We're losing sleep, staying up all night talking Pinch my skin, cause tonight I must be dreaming It's the way kids in a candy shop there yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long time from yeah. that, that moment it's been a long time so. yeah. was it a bit surreal for you Connor? oh it's incredible because like, we've been listening like Connor said we've been sat on that song for nearly a year yeah. so mm-hmm. like we had it to listen to but we never thought it would actually be 
mm-hmm. considered for something like this. So yeah. it's yeah, out there now. It's a dream come true. There's yeah. no going back. Yeah. No going back. <laughs> no going back. <laughs> exactly. No going back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to let you know that Louis Walsh is listening live oh. in Miami. Hi Louis. Hi, Louis. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no pressure. Hope you're having a good time. Hope <laughs> you're enjoying the sunshine. How many boy bands has Louis put together over the years? Oh right. Okay, so we're going to start at the start. Right. Obviously, Boys Home with the first one. Mm. Then came Westlife. Mm. <laughs> Uh, then obviously you, right? Hometown then with, us. with our very own yeah. Dale Cronin yeah, and then sure. us so we're going to say four. four right I don't know the correct answer oh, oh, yeah. 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 can we just say we're correct then yeah, we're say, you're right, say you're right say you're right say you're right what would it mean to you to represent Ireland in the Eurovision oh that's the that's, absolute world to yeah. be honest yeah. with you like we as we've said so many times we've been sitting on this song for so yeah. long and we've been uh, we've been hassling Louis uh, why can't we release it we really wanted to we really believed in the song we thought it was a big song and he said no we'll wait and this was obviously his reason why yeah. Yeah. he and knows the Eurovision he, he does, does. He does. Yeah. he's, he's he been has, there before he has so we have uh, we have um, a great mentor you, you should know? say uh, yeah. you know, uh, next in line out of the same stable as Johnny Logan yeah, and yeah. Linda Martin. Linda Martin. Linda Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I think ultimately to have the opportunity to represent Ireland in anything is a great honour. But uh, you know, we've been listening to the show all week. It's an amazing group of artists. It's a fantastic group of songs. So it's an exciting group. Yeah, of songs, yeah, isn't it? ultimately yeah. we're going to be supporting Ireland no matter what. Yeah. So yeah. whether yeah. it's us or somebody else, we'll still be cheering as exactly. loud as everyone else. So yeah. uh, well, listen, Harry, Connor, Connorella. That's going to stick now. No, Joshua. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you so much. This is two weeks. The yeah, Eurosong selection on, on the Late Late Show. Come on. Next in line. You. That's it from us. Sarah and Cormac on the way on Drive Time. We are back on Monday. Have a brilliant weekend. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1.